All right, let's go. Sunday, poor Thursday night taping, weekend edition, trade deadline special. Here, as always, with that. How are you doing tonight, man? How are you feeling about uh, the, the New York Yankees? You feel better even after uh, they lose by a touchdown and yet another disappointing series finale? How are you feeling a little bit better about them today than you were on Monday? Uh, I mean, they went out there and they uh, made a few moves. You know, um, they've got some lefty bats. They improved the defense. Yeah, I mean, you know, Rizzo, I know, is a, is a free agent at the end of the year. Gallo's a free agent at the end of next year. I mean, they made moves. They're, they're better than they were 24 hours ago. I guess that's a positive, right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, it's good to get a real first baseman in there. That's, that's been a position they've kind of uh, ignored upgrading at. They've kind of flown by the seat of their pants. So it's nice to have him in there. I don't know what the chances that Rizzo actually resigns in the Bronx, but uh, you take him for now and then see what you got, see if you can make a difference this year. Uh, but, yeah, it, it makes the team look more complete and more whole, really. It makes them look like a team, not just a bunch of, you know, just – gigantic right-handed softball Wednesday night league members taking hacks. You know what I mean? It's just been, it's been such a disjointed team having that weird lineup every night and it's trying to mix and match righties. Stanton bat second, Stanton bat third, Stanton bat fourth. I mean, does it really fucking matter? Just throw them all out there. Uh, at least now you get a little more flexibility. Um, and really, you know, you know, I, I was thinking about today, they got Gallo and I was thinking about, you know, without, Aaron Hicks getting hurt. That's the only reason we got Gallows because Hicks is hurt. But is it? Do you think that Cashman thought that he had like a new Bernie Williams with Hicks? Uh, was that his goal? Was that his uh, vision there? I don't know what his vision was exactly. I think Hicks kind of fell into his lap. That was actually a really good trade Cashman made because he got rid of John Ryan Murphy. <laughs> uh, so he really didn't have to. He really didn't have to give up much. So he kind of fell into his lap. Yeah, but then he signed he, to like a lifetime contract. Right. The, the the contract, as good as the trade was, the contract was ten times worse than the trade. <laughs> yeah. Giving him seven years after he had already spent, I think, three years in the proxy. I mean, he's been there since 2015. He's been there for a while. You don't realize. Uh, I think Hicks went from underrated to severely overrated real fast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess that is a big reason why Hicks is – I mean, why Gallo is here because Hicks is here. I guess Gallo can play center. I didn't realize how good of a defender Gallo was. Yeah, People a lot. have been talking about how good, of his de- how good his defense is. Yeah, really good arm, solid defender. Yep. So I'm actually more intrigued, even though it was important to get lefty bats in here. I like the fact that the defense has been tightened up. They still have, they still have a, you know, a problem at shortstop, I think, that's not going away. Mm-hmm. But at least for now, first base, you know, Rizzo's won some gold gloves. Gallo, who I didn't even realize. He could, Gallo could actually play some first base, too, if like Rizzo weren't to re-sign. Yeah. Uh, but I get, apparently Gallo's a good fielder, which I did not realize. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like the fact that the defense has been tightened up. I'll say that. Uh, I still don't think they're going anywhere this year, unfortunately, which makes the Rizzo one. I wanted Hosmer, personally. 
Uh, I like Rizzo a lot too, but I wanted Hosmer just because he's locked up for the next four years plus. Is he even available though? I mean, I don't know. That's really the pot. The pot. I don't know why the Padres have made him available. I guess you know, production-wise, they haven't exactly liked uh, what they've gotten out of him. But I was looking at his numbers today. I mean, he's he's halfway into his contract. He hasn't put up great numbers, but he was never really a 30-100 guy. I think he went 28-105 in his best year. And I, I feel, to me, Hosmer, he's another one like Rizzo, who's won gold gloves, multiple gold gloves. To me, Hosmer's in San Diego to kind of show the younger guys how to win. He's not there to be, like, your best player. I would guess that the Padres wanted something they could use this year. And the Yankees have traded prospects. And on top of that, have gotten, like, both these teams to pay the remainder of the year's contract, which is – I don't know how you swing that, but that's what they got on both these trades. I don't know if they – I don't know if you could swing the same kind of deal for Hosmer because they, the Padres would want something that can help them now with their playoff push. Their playoff I would have given them – I would have given him Chapman, straight up. Chapman Hosmer. I'm not sure Cash would have done that. No, because he's got no fucking balls or foresight. So no, he wouldn't have done that. But he's got no closer either if he trades Chapman. Well, you you slide Britain in. Yeah. I mean, I can't yeah. I can't hear about that, not that, having a closer when their bullpen has been god awful the last six weeks. Yeah, no, you got to tighten the bullpen up too. That's that's another need, and the, I mean, they, another star would be nice. Also, they have a lot of needs. Uh, I don't know what they do between now and tomorrow's deadline. No, I, but, Chapman's not going anywhere. I would trade him, but I know Cashman's not going to. Yeah. I've had it with Chapman. I've had it with him. Just watching him close out the other night, uh, he's blowing guys away with his fastball, and then he has Wander Franco zero and two, and he continues to just throw slider after slider until he walks him. And then Cruz is up, and he's afraid to throw his slider. And eventually he throws a good one to Cruz with a full count to get him out. I just had it with him. He's a fucking mental midget, Chapman. I've watched him end our season in 2019. I watched him end our season in 2020. I've seen him blow a million games this year. I've had enough of Chapman. And I think the fact that he's kind of somewhat back on track, it would be a perfect time to trade him. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a fair point. He's definitely – uh, at a point now where you could uh, move them for something without, you know, totally getting screwed. But yeah, I don't think, I just don't think they're going to, I don't, I, I think Cashman, this is as close as we're going to see Cashman fear for his job. He's not going to trade away the, uh, the only guy he probably thinks can, uh, a guy who's closed out World Series games, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, Craig Kimbrell is the, the hottest closer on the market. That's all I need to know about how desperate teams are for relievers. Like Craig Kimbrell, who has gagged up. I mean, Chris Sale closed out that World Series in 2018. That's all you need to know about Craig Kimbrell. I mean, <laughs> and he, I mean, I, there's Mets fans who want Craig Kimbrell. Oof, like, you're asking for, let's like <laughs> Edwin Diaz 2.0, man. I, I don't know. The desperation makes you, you know, crave weird things, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure Mets fans have had it with Edwin Diaz. This is his third year now. With the Mets? I think, yeah, it sounds right. One full year than last year. And yeah, last year, yeah, yeah. And last year was Cano's second year, and he got, and he got uh, suspended, right? Yeah, I guess you just yeah. kind of – when you hate a guy, you'll do anything to kind of knock him down a peg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and the bullpen help is one of those things where you never have enough of it, but also you never know who you can really trust. 
I mean, also you kind of know you can't trust, but you you just take you kind of just take arms and pray. I know that's why trading bullpen guys makes sense, especially when our bullpen has stunk. Like you wouldn't trade Chad Green right now to you know maybe like Philly, who's desperate for bullpen arms. Girardi I mean, probably likes Green. I would trade Philly like to Target for one of their cashiers. I got it's that Chad Green is dead to me. Trade him for a cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah. Even from Geno's, even I from Pat's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Take yeah. one of those minute steaks in the, in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, frozen food section of uh, your local stop and shop for Shagreen. He kind of went like half ass trading bullpen guys because he traded Wilson and Sessa. Yeah. And probably didn't, I don't even know what the return is. Probably nothing, right? I think it was a player to be, to be named later, which. It was like some, they made it sound like it was a salary cap dump. Yeah, like he present, he, that's how, probably how he presented it to Hal. Well, the yeah. make it was, I think it was to make room on the forty man, so he can make okay. these trades. All right, well, that, I mean that makes sense. No one's going to cry about Justin Wilson, and then Sessa's been good, but you know Sessa, it's Luis Sessa. Yeah, yeah, you kind of just have to pick your poison with the bullpen guys, and uh, I mean you don't get, I mean you get some bullpens like uh, you know obviously just Yankee bullpens we talked about in the past, and like. The Royals bullpen was like an all timer that year. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, you know, th- there's few years, but it's always a, uh, every World Series team is, is, scra- is getting by by the skin of their nuts when it comes to their bullpen. And a lot of times it's guys having career years who won't yeah. do it again. Never do it again. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I don't mind the turnover. I don't mind, you know, you lock into a guy like Rivera, and that's about it. That's I mean, it. There's, there's nobody else you can trust for that long. Uh, I mean, you just heard my mini rant on Chapman, and he's the best closer probably in the last t- 10 years. I do like the Yankees' philosophy of having, like, two guys who can close. I mean, you have Chapman and Britton that way. If, but you got to have the, the stones to be like, this guy just doesn't have it. He's going to be either relegated to mop duty, he's going to be coming in a lot earlier, or, or just kind of just part with him, you know? Um, but if you have two guys, that two guys who can do it, it gives you options. You just have to have the balls to say it's not your night. We're going the other way. Yeah, I'm not sure Boone has those balls to make that call. On the fly, no, no. On the on the fly, definitely. Well, he had to be. He had to be told ahead of time that it's okay. I mean, he's, he's maybe the most glaring weakness that the Yankees just cannot address right now. I'm no, Boone that. is like uh, that episode of The Office when they they're in the. Uh, Michael Scott drives the car into the water because the GPS tells him to to keep going straight. <laughs> yeah. That's what Boone's like. He can't, he can't like, you know, there's, there's no uh, improv in Boone. <laughs> it's like a comedian who just goes up there with five minutes of tight material and the minute someone throws out something from the crowd and gets him off his game, he's, he's all done. <laughs> yeah, so, so Boone's great in the first two innings. After that, he's toast. Right, Boone's good when he can just sit there. Do you? Uh, am I out? Of, am I crazy to think that Rizzo brings a little bit of leadership to the team? And, oh, and I, and I, definitely. I think I think, that, I think the one thing the Yankees do not have is an on-field leader. I mean, I don't think any of these guys are on-field leaders, outside of uh, Cole. And I think like the next guy is probably like Odor. He's like the one guy that's kind of a fire. You don't have to be. You don't have to be fiery to be a leader. But to me, that that's some formal leadership that the Yanks don't really have. But um, I don't What's see – What's in LeMahieu? LeMahieu is a little bit. A little bit. I don't see him – he's kind of a quiet 
part. He's a lead by example guy. Like this is how I do things. Yeah, which you need guys like that too. But I don't know if anybody. I mean, I don't think. I don't. I don't know if like Stanton's going out there be like, oh, look at DJ today. That's how he's preparing. I should probably you know, lock in. Right. That's on Stanton. I, I think yeah, there's. He, a, yeah. I think there are a bunch of names, and nobody's really a leader. I think like Judge is a name, Stanton's a name, and then you have the guys like Urshela, who's a piece, who's not really piece. meant to be a leader. You have uh, DJ, who's right, a lead by example guy, not a superstar. You know, uh, Voight, who was like a, a kind of like an Odor last year, kind of a fiery guy, getting everybody riled up, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, clubhouse guy. But I'm I'm so sick of hearing about clubhouse guys when you don't win. I want to, yeah, I need leadership, and to me. And maybe even Gallo does. I don't really know, but I don't. I don't know Gallo from that, you know, that that well. But maybe even Gallo could bring a different, uh, different look inside that locker room, a different, different sense of you know, we got, we got to go out there and win. I mean, I don't. Uh, to me, Rizzo seems like a team guy, a leader, a guy you can kind of get behind. And I don't know if the Yankees have had a guy like that for some time now. No, it, yeah, and he was. I mean, I don't know if he was officially the captain of the Cubs. Mm. But he was referred to. I mean, I saw on Twitter that everyone called him captain. Yeah. So whether they whether he had the title or not, he was the leader of the team. So no, I, I think that's the biggest quality that Rizzo's bringing over because his. I worry about. I mean, listen, it's for it's a couple months. I don't know if he's going to resign. So, but yeah. I think his skills have diminished a little bit. But I oh. think the biggest thing he brings over is his leadership, and a close second would be his play at first base. Like we haven't yeah. really had. We haven't had a good. Since to share, really, we haven't had a good defensive first baseman since to share, and I think yep. uh, that'll be nice to see. Cause it's been a while. Yeah, it's defense, been like five years. Baseball IQ, and uh, he's 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 not like a basher either. He's he's a guy who's more of a hitter than uh, I mean, guys choking up on the bat, two strikes. And, uh, he's got intang- intangibles, yeah, Rizzo. Yeah. Right, so Gallo, you know, I have no idea about. Yeah, no, he to me, he, I mean, the the word like the layman is always talking about him as like this all or nothing guy. I mean, I have a Yankee fans scoffing at both these trades, which blew my mind. Like, oh, they hate him. Well, I'm talking about all oh, the, the the current players are just underperforming, which makes me which makes you sound like you work for the fucking front office of the Yankees. <laughs> these guys are just underperforming. Well, maybe maybe they're just not that good. Maybe these guys like maybe Glaber is not meant to be a shortstop batting fourth on this team. You know, but if, if guys are underperforming, doesn't that mean you have to make moves on the fly, adjustments, trades? Right, yeah. And the other thing was like, well, why? And I don't think these guys are going to be the saviors. Like, I still don't think this team no, no. is going to the – I mean, maybe they can sneak in a second wild card because Oakland has kind of come back to the pack a little bit. But, I mean, this team – I still don't think this team's going anywhere. No, this makes them better prepared for the stretch run. And I think, like I said, these, are, these pieces make them more whole as a team. And it's, it, this is more like building a team than it is just putting a bunch of names out there and hoping for the best. It's more. Like, it's just, it's a little more balanced. Yeah, it looks like a baseball team. I'll, I mean, you I'll, saw I'll, Gardner and left today, man. It's over for Gardner. Once yeah, Gardner can't yeah. feel the position anymore, Gardner had his last like big moment as a Yankee on uh, Saturday when he put that at bat together in the eighth inning against yeah. uh, Ottavino. Yeah. That was his last moment. Like, it's over for Gardner. Like, if Gallo plays left and judges in right, I think you play Greg Allen in center at this point. Mm-hmm. Ride him into the ground for as long as he's going to be hot. It's yeah. not going to last forever. But, I mean, even if well, you get a few more weeks out of Allen playing well. Well, you know you're getting Stanton, Gallo, and Judge this weekend in the off right? 
Well, we'll see. I mean, Stan will probably he'll sit out one of those games. No, he's getting at least one game. I'm saying. I don't think. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> talk about Stan going to the outfield is not going to be every day, not at all. I don't root for injuries, but I would take a nice like calf injury from Stanton. Just get him out of my sight. I don't want to look at him anymore. I wouldn't mind if you went Simone Biles on us and just said he needed a cut. He needed some time to himself. Go oh ahead. yeah, I'd give I'll, him I'll all buy, the time. I'll buy him a ticket. I'll pay him thirty million to go have some um, the, nice mental reprieve. Yeah, go to the Catskills for the next six months. How about that? Uh, <laughs> Who I did I did watch uh, three minutes of handball this morning when I was getting nice. ready for work. Oh, that's how was it? Competitive? Was it nice? Yeah, it was uh, Korea versus Japan women. Okay. Ooh, all right. And I believe it's basically like basketball. Only there's a goalie in net, goalie guarding the net like a soccer net kind of. Okay. And they play a little more defense probably. Uh, but what's I was wondering what's the because one of the goalies looked like she was I mean she could have been like Irish what's the requirement to play on a national team in the Olympics like do you have like if I had um three percent Korean in me could I play for Korea uh I thought I had something to do with your parents or your grandparents but I'm not I don't know I'm sure they're not as strict as like Omerta. You don't have to trace you all the way back to play like on the uh, yeah, swimming team. Yeah, I don't know if you had to be 100 percent or if you just had to have a parent or like a grand. I got I don't know what it is. Because well, no, because that wasn't uh, was that the World Baseball Class? Wait, did it, was baseball in the Olympics one year or no? It's in it this year. Oh, is there? <laughs> didn't Mike Piazza play for the Italian team one year? Right. I, I, I was going to use that as an example because yeah. Mike Piazza is obviously American. I mean, he was born in born like in Venice Beach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't think yeah. the World Baseball Classic really held that high. Of no, the, no, no. Uh, you know, standards. No, it maybe, to, maybe uh, it, it might have been the Olympics then. He might have played. He might have played in the Olympics for the Italian team. He he did play for the world in the World Baseball Classic though. He might have been like a player coach or one of those kind of honorary guys in that he was a little bit older i think i don't know i have no idea i mean the, team, the italian team probably wasn't that good he probably was like their cleanup hitter. and there's one oh dave david delucci i think was the other guy who played for the italian team <laughs> david delucci yeah it sounds right <laughs> and by uh, the way if we as a nation can't all band together and agree that like we don't care about gymnastics like what why? What? This is like the fakest. This is like the fakest outrage I've ever heard. This is like worse than Columbus. <laughs> this is worse than like Gone with the Wind. People giving a fuck. Like they they got a gold medal taken uh, away from them. Imagine jumped. being mad about the U.S. getting a silver medal in gymnastics. They jumped all over. They jumped all over this girl. Who, by the way, has like a million medals already. She's like twenty four years old. There's a million medals already, and she steps down, and these people just could not wait to be pissed off about it. Are you serious? Is what you're getting mad about? How many long-suffering U.S. gymnastics fans (laughs) are there out there, like pacing around the room during a balance beam, whatever competitions, chain-smoking Marlboros, like they're a you know Red Sox fan in 2003? (laughs) Shut the fuck up! It's really pathetic, state. I, people do it for the attention. People do it for the clicks and the likes and that kind of shit, and it's fucking pathetic. 
it's really it's really just it's focusing <laughs> in on the lowest common denominator of the lowest type of person which is unfortunately the majority of people so it's you're just feeding into like the worst instincts of mankind for your own personal game whatever bullshit game that is the, the people who are mad yeah. about this should have to take like some sort of quiz like the last 20 years of u.s gymnastics and then i'll and then by your score i'll determine whether you could be mad or not. <laughs> really mad because she dropped out i mean jesus christ the only two arguments i've heard are carrie strug and michael jordan like what like <laughs> carrie strug like did on a broken ankle which was badass awesome and Michael Jordan, we're like, oh, well, Michael Jordan retired on his team in the middle of a dynasty. I'm like, what? There's not at all the same thing, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, it, it doesn't even begin to compute in this comparison. It's not the same. Oh, so the people sticking up for her are referencing Michael Jordan? Yeah, and all, yeah, basically, yeah. I'm like, oh, Michael Jordan quit on his team um, after the championship and then went back and won two, three more championships. But, I, I, yeah, I don't uh, – yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. The argument doesn't make any sense to me. The, the one and one equals nine at this in this way, thinking this way. Right. It, to me, it's it's a, it's a story, but there's no there's nothing to even argue about. It's a it's like oh, she dropped out because she was dealing with some shit, and that should be she, the end of it. She here's here's <laughs> she she had so look, I'm gonna talk little gymnastics here. Don't. Don't be uh, intimidated by it, okay? I'll give you I, something to be mad about. Todd Frazier is the best player on Team USA. That's something to be mad about. <laughs> is we, might, we might lose to Israel tomorrow. I think we're are playing at like sh- 6 a.m. Are, are you sure he's the best player on the team? I'm sorry, second best player. Tyler Austin's on the team. Uh, oh, oh, all right. That's a reason. It's for real. Yeah, it's serious. <laughs> we might, yeah, they, they, might, they might have a chance. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Who's Tyler on Team Austin Israel? Ryan, Ryan Braun? Sean Green. <laughs> I think I looked at who. I think I can name one. Oh, oh, you know who's on Team Israel? Ian Kinsler. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, all right. So, I know you got a little nervous. You had to go to baseball there. You, 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 got, you got the wind. I was going to talk a little in gymnastics. So, here's the thing. I'm, this is going to take – Enlighten me. I don't know. It's going, to take, it's going to take two minutes. Tops. So, she did like a flip the other day that took her like two and a she, – she was supposed to do two and a half spins in the air. And she did one and a half, got like some mental block, landed like all funky. And was, I would assume if you're in the middle of the air, spinning around at this high rate of speed, it's fucking terrifying to not know where the hell you're going, right? Is this Simone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. After that, she was like, I can't do it. She said that she had what gymnasts call the twisties, which is the worst name for like the yips. Like, but that's what they called it, the twisties. <laughs> Okay. Awful. I saw Twisties trending. I didn't even know what it, what it was. <laughs> That's it. That's what it is. So, but so here's the thing: you have you have these loudmouths chiming in like, "Oh, what? She's no heart. Whatever. Blah blah blah. She's quitting on her team. Why'd you go over there? You just took somebody else's spot. You got endorsements. So obviously, you just took the endorsements because you could. Blah blah blah. And all this bullshit. Every gymnast that I've read that had an opinion on it said they get it. They supported her, and they understood. All right. That's all I need to hear. Like if a gym, like I, I'm not going to pretend I have any clue what a gymnast goes through, but if gymnasts are saying, yeah, that happens. I understand this was best for her, best for the team. That's all I need. I don't need, I don't need any other validation. 
I don't need to fucking, I don't need to have an opinion on this. Except well, that. Yeah. Except that. <laughs> what was the twisties again? What exactly was it? That, that's like, like the gymnast yips. It's like if Rick. Like Chuck Knobloch. Yeah, Rick Ankiel. Except I guess if you have the, if you're doing it in gymnastics, you could like fall wrong and break your neck, I would guess. Yeah, I actually saw something written. Uh, no, it was not written. It was Joe Rogan. <laughs> he was talking with another comedian on his podcast that said she wasn't allowed to take her medication with her to Japan because it's not allowed in Japan. She's on something. I don't know if it's Ritalin or if it's Ritalin adjacent. Okay. Something, something. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's, it's something for anxiety her, her, you know, she has anxiety, obviously, something along those lines, and she wasn't able to take that. So, you know, you get all the people like in the comment section, like of Rogan's video, like I've been on Ritalin for twenty years. I couldn't imagine one day, yeah, not yeah. on it. So yeah. I, that could, I mean, I don't know. I've never taken it, so like, I can't yeah. even speak to that. I don't, I don't know. I'll ask, I'll have to ask your dealer for something Ritalin adjacent next time I talk to. Him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, uh, I mean, it. It, it's, it's nothing to be oh, – I don't understand why. Dylan Bundy I mean, I, I'm also, I also – like, you're talking to somebody who didn't give a fuck about Michael Phelps, and he's, like, the most famous Olympian in the last – Oh, yeah, that's the most fugazi. That's the most fugazi part of all this is people all of a sudden giving a shit, what you mentioned. You can't be a diehard yeah. about something that happens once every four years for a week or right, two unless, weeks. Right, yeah, unless you're involved in it the other – 360 or whatever parents and grandparents there if you're if like you're a parent or grandparent of one of these olympians then you can care or like these uh, announcers i don't know what these announcers do the other uh the rest of the time that there's no olympics going on but like you watch like i was watching diving the other day and they're doing it's the synchronized diving for the men's which please for the love of god for my own just comfort sake very, very comfort, comfortable and masculine and stuff, but can they wear some shorts that are a little more, uh, can leave a little more of the imagination, please? Well, um, they gotta, they gotta, like, they gotta okay. keep everything tight. You can see, you know what I mean, uh, you no splashing. See, you can see, like, veins and stuff. Like, I don't need, come on, it's a little bit too much. And then, and then, like, when they go down, they're after, after they dive, they're, they're showing them and they're like under like a little shower, and there's the cryon, like the, uh, the little bottom third so it's looking like it's blurring out them like their manhood and as they're doing it like adjusting themselves so it looks like they're playing with themselves behind uh that little blurred out area but anyway i digress uh but yeah so they they do these dives and they look like ridiculous to me it's like it's unbelievable that they come even close to matching each other but they're each each one is like right on and I'm like, oh, the only dive, I saw one, I did, I saw a blooper. This is the only diving I saw. And it was on Twitter. It was somebody who, uh, like completely botched their dive. It was almost oh. like a belly flop. Oh, I wish I saw that. Yeah. I see if I can find it right now quick, but, uh, <laughs> it was something like it was the, the, the person who tweeted it out was like, this is like an SNL <laughs> skit. I gotta see it. So they do the, they do these dives and I'm like ah oh, wow that's great, and the announcers are just like incredulous, like oh my gosh like that's that's not good for the Chinese team that's very uncharacteristic for the Chinese team I'm like what what are you talking about 
<laughs> it's it's phenomenal to me. But then they then they show it like in super slow motion. They're like, oh, this guy's knee is out of line with that guy's knee. And then when they go in, they're at different angles. I don't know how you see that. You that person could be mad about some diving shit if they're able to pick up that kind of stuff on the fly. Yeah. But yeah, other other than that. I don't know why you're getting upset about going gymnast. Has anybody come to you in real life? Uh, Because one person did come to me in real life and asked me how I felt about it. (laughs) Because he was pissed. Really? Were they? They were mad about it. Oh yeah. Why though? Why? I don't know. They get all. They all get all geeked up for the Olympics. I I I have no idea. I have no idea. I could. I I kept saying like I don't know. Like I I I don't I don't get it. She has her reasons. I guess she want to get hurt or something. I don't know. Because same thing I told you. Like, like, I would feel uh, like the biggest hypocrite if I got mad about this because I didn't know who she I didn't know who she was until this until she was trending on Twitter. So how I can't go from not knowing who somebody is to like getting mad at them because they withdrew from something I wasn't going to watch in the first place. Yeah, that's which I feel like is most of these people are doing. They they're just like piling on something that they weren't gonna. It's just a cultural thing, man. Just to like something fucked up in our culture where people have to have a strong opinion on every fucking thing, and if it's if, and if it's gonna get you more attention, uh, by all means, talk, say it louder. And that's just a that's just a sad state of affairs. Yeah, I found that video. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it. Right I now. think I think this is it. The funniest part of this video is the guy on the diving board next to her, like when he sees. When he sees it's not uh, breaking well, he just kind of puts his hands like up. <laughs> oh yeah! The, oh no! Oh, yeah, it's a full-on belly <laughs> flop. It's like she thought she was at a a uh, a diving board six like six stories high or something. Right, like it was almost like she was surprised when the water <laughs> showed, showed up out of nowhere. Absolutely, yeah, yep. All right, well, that was pretty funny. Here's the devil's advocate to this, though. Here we go. Like, let's say, let's say Game Seven of the World Series, Garrett Cole did this. He's he's slated to start, and he says he needs some mental health. Like, he's getting slaughtered on Sports Talk Radio. Yeah. I can't say I w- I can't say that I would, but I'm invested in the Yankees. So I, that's why I said, like, if you're a gymna- if you're a legit gymnastics fan, which you're not, okay, but. You're not the people who are complaining. You're not, okay? But if you're a legit, like, fan, I could see being upset. You, you know, you have to have a limit to how far yeah. you take it and calling out her mental health. Yeah. Well, I could – but the thing is, no one's a diehard gymnastics fan, okay? You're just you're, – you're, you're a, a fair-weather, like, Fugazi sports fan who just wants to, I don't know, root for your country, I guess. I don't know. The Olympics are stupid. It's 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 it, they they really are fucking stupid. Don't talk about just, handball. Don't talk about handball like that. Other than handball, thank you. I'm a newfound handball fan, but all the other ones are dumb, stupid <laughs> people. Like, who, who do you even talk shit to if you win? You want to talk <laughs> shit to like, you want to talk shit to your Chinese coworker or something? Like, what? I don't even. I don't even it, it, it's I don't know. It's ridiculous. And obviously, if I get sucked into something, I'm gonna root for the American team. I'm not saying that. All I'm, all I'm saying is I'm not, you know, going to treat it the way I treat a Yankee game. Right, yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's a much different viewing experience. 
to me, it's like more like casual. It's almost like Very watching casual. sports. It's almost like watching sports with like a nice safety net. Like it's okay if we lose. The love of competition. I'm not that invested. That's yeah, what it is. It's, it's just a love of competition. That's really that's why we watch like poker, like poker showdowns and uh, World Series of poker, and uh, I don't know what other shit. Spell like, spelling. Not even like other and hot dog and, hot, and hot dog eating contests. True. Like, it's just even like something like tennis. When I watch tennis, like I'll root for somebody, but it's not. You know, I'm not like fully invested in somebody right. when I watch tennis. It's more I'm just watching the the you know competitiveness. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. And that's yeah. why I just like people get mad. Just gotta whatever. I said my piece. You gotta chill out. People gotta chill. Yeah, it would be <laughs> trying to put myself in a position like if Garrett Cole Game Seven World Series had a bow out. I mean, he, I'm trying to put then, myself. Then we in go out, and then we go out and lose like eight, and we go out and lose fourteen nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> he could do that. Can you started. picture that? He could do that if he started too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, the only the only kind of similarity that I have is Kyrie with the Nets, and he didn't do it in the playoffs. His whole thing was getting ready for the playoffs, then he got hurt, of course. And yeah. it's, it's really frustrating as a fan because to us, it seems like nothing that we could ever possibly fathom doing, which, you know, if you or I had that skill set, I don't, you know, I think our minds wouldn't be much different and we wouldn't do that. But that's, you know, we, whatever problems he has, if at the end of the day it makes him a better ball player, I mean, it's frustrating, it's annoying, and at times we complain about it. But if that's what he's got to do, man. I mean, he better, he's better win a championship. He's better go out and win a championship. <laughs> yeah. Simone Billis, she's won gold medals before. Kyrie hasn't won anything for the, for the Brooklyn Nets. So, there's a little so this, wasn't, this wasn't her first Olympics, Billis? No, no. She was one of the Larry Nassar victims. She's, she's, oh. won, she's, won, she's won before. Any relation to Jay Billis? I don't believe so. Probably no, why, why not? There's, she's got so much more athletic talent than Jay. True. I did, he was just on TV. That's what made me think of it. No, so it was Ra- Rachel, Rachel Nichols and uh, was sh- Richard Jefferson. We're getting a little chummy. Oh, they're back, huh? She's back. They booted Maria Taylor, and now Rachel's quick. back doing the draft. That was quick. <laughs> I guess so. The Knicks – just uh, made a pick. Uh, it says they're still on the clock. I could have swore they just took a guy from Texas unless I'm losing my mind. Kai Jones, unless it was a trade. I don't know. Have you watched any of the draft at all? Nah, nope. I watched a little. I'm watching. It's not, uh, uh, not very exciting. I'm watching Oakland versus the Angels right now. Oakland yeah, Angels. Sure. Oh, Right before I came on here, it was actually wow, I was a little late. I wasn't late, but it was maybe five minutes. I've done. I, was, right. I watched the final twenty minutes of Risky Business. Wow, I don't think I've never seen Risky Business. Me neither. I just decided to watch the last twenty minutes of it. I was like, "What <laughs> the?" You know what I mean? It's a Risky Business. It's not you know the Godfather. I could I could just right, watch yeah. the last twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's almost <laughs> like a dark. It's like a dark uh it's kind of like a dark kind of ferris bueller quality to it oh dark ferris bueller okay that's the vibe i got it does take place in chicago because the scene that i 
uh, parachuted in on was him on the L. Is that what they call it in Chicago? The L? Yeah, L elevated. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's him on the L train with Rebecca De Mornay uh, getting it on. Oh. And then apparently he gets back to his house and like his house is robbed and the guy behind it is her pimp played by Joey Pants. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, I don't know. They, it, it, she said she wasn't in on it, but I don't believe her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't believe her either. 40, 40 years later, I'm, I'm, you know, calling out the end of the movie. I just, I just watched. Sorry, um, there's, there's no way that she wasn't in on it. Ha- he asked her too, point blank, and she says no. But I'm just not buying it. Why? And uh, and then who who makes an appearance when? Well, what happens is, and he ends up buying all the stuff back from Joey Pants. Like Joey Pants shows up in like a U-Haul to his house with all. He bought it the, back. He bought it back, and then he had to get all the stuff set up, and for because uh, his parents are coming back from, I don't know, somewhere. So that's what made me think of Ferris Bueller, like the scene where he's running, he's trying, he's got the race, race against the clock. <laughs> yeah, but it was a darker music going on during the montage. It was very like European. And uh, oh, his buddy shows up to like help him, mm-hmm. Bronson Pinchot. Oh, what? <laughs> this movie's unbelievable. Ross I know. I might, have to, I might have to go back and watch from the beginning. Enjoy I thought I was going to be satisfied with just 20 minutes, but I don't know. <laughs> How does I kind of got. The, I kind of get the gist of it. Parents are out of town. Hookers gets you know screwed. You know the the what's the theme of this? The uh, innocence being taken away from a young kid. Shit like that. I get. It. I, don't, I don't know. It's quite. I don't know. Is that? <laughs> well, I think that's part of it. I mean, he's. We were probably like some high school kid losing his virginity on the L train in Chicago. <laughs> Innocence has been at the end of the movie. He's doing yard work and he lights up a smoke, <laughs> almost does to he, like signify him being a man. Now that's the end of the movie. Is him smoking as he's raking leaves? <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Oh, I love this movie. That's I don't know. Oh, yeah, and, his, and his father comes out. I guess he had some sort of meeting with the guy from Princeton. You know, the father's a Princeton alum, wants him to go to Princeton, yada, yada, yada. And I guess Cruz thinks the meeting went horrible. I didn't see this scene, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just got off the phone. Something you want to tell me? So he thinks he's bust. He's like, Princeton would love to have you. Must have like <laughs> nailed, you know, nailed the interview or whatever. Didn't, so, uh, yeah, Risky Business, it made an impression. 20 minutes, co- that's it. Didn't Collateral end on the train? Collateral I saw once, I don't remember. I remember uh, somebody like getting thrown off a building or something or out of a window onto a car. Hmm. That's, that's the only good. thing I remember about Collateral. I don't think that's the last scene. But, yeah, I do remember that happening, though. That's yeah, it's like early good. on. Yeah. What's Collateral about? Like, Cruz is some sort of hitman or something, and – Jamie Foxx driving oh, him around, like letting him hit guys. <laughs> oh, was he like? Did he like? Was he like a cab driver who was kidnapped to do this? Jim, all right, Jamie Foxx was like, I forgot about. I mean, I remember Jamie Foxx was in it, but I forget why. Well, yeah, well, he was like, I think he was just a cab driver, and he was like, "You drive me, or else," kind of thing, right? Something like that, yeah. Uh, Nick just took Keon Johnson. I don't. I must have imagined the guy from Texas, or, or else he ended up in a trade. I don't know. Keon Johnson, Tennessee. 
Okay, so he lies. Basically, Tom Cruise lies to him that he's doing something legit, and he you know hires him to drive him around. Uh, and then and then, then he, the body comes out. Right, and then yeah, shit takes a dark turn. At that point, he probably says, "Well, you're an accessory now, so you got to keep driving me around." Yeah. If I had a guess. Or he has like his license and his somehow he got his license and go go to your house or something like some kind of shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I saw it one time, rented it. Tommy Case probably. How long ago? <laughs> how long ago is that movie? That, I want to say oh four Collateral. Uh, let's see. I just had to hang on one second. That's my first gut. Yep, two thousand and four. Nailed. Two thousand four Collateral. Michael, a Michael Mann movie. That makes sense. Michael Mann makes sense. Bad yeah. Boys. Maybe then Bad Boys 2 only. I was like Michael, and Michael Mann did like Armageddon and The Rock. Is that Michael Mann? Or is that no, oh, no, Michael no, no. Bay? Yeah. I'm confusing Bay and Mann. Uh, you, know, you know what his first movie was? Michael Mann? Yeah. What year? 1981. 1981. Nope. I just watched this one recently. Uh, Thief with James Conn. Uh, that's on my short list of movies. I'd like. To, I, I haven't seen it yet. It's on. It's streaming on something. I have. It's good, man, and it's. It, re- it really is like if you so Michael Mann. That's also. Uh, uh, he also did. Um, Heat, right? Heat, heat, heat right? Heat. Yeah, thank you. He did heat, and I could say there's like some similarities from those two movies. And it's like, damn, like sometimes just these directors have tells. But the like uh, poker player, yeah, yeah, like the the you could see like the end of Heat, and you could see the end of Heat in the end of Thief. But it's, it's oh, okay. I could imagine that. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. Is any is there any big names in that besides Khan? Uh shit. Uh Dennis Freen had a small role. Willie Nelson's in it. His uh partner is James Belushi. Wow, James Belushi. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really yeah. I don't remember the other people I don't really remember. I don't really know. Yeah, Farina, a really disappointing uh, amount of screen time for Farina. I was hoping that I got a little a little more, uh, Dennis. But really, I really did like Thief. Good flick. Yeah. I'll try and report back on that one. Uh, did I tell you I saw, uh, what's it called? Straight Time? Oh, I never even heard of that. It's uh, Dustin Hoffman. I don't mm. know why Thief made me think of Straight Time. Oh, wow. 1978. Wow, Harry Dean Stanton's in it. Gary Busey, Kathy Bates. Nice. I lo- Harry Dean Stanton. I watch anything Harry Dean Stanton's in. I think I DVR'd oh. it on TCM, and it was like Harry Dean Stanton night or something. I'm, I might have this on D- DVR also. How was it? Uh, very good. It was. Uh, it was. It it felt kind of uh, low budget. Not. Sure. I don't mean that as an insult. Yeah. Yeah. But it felt uh, like a little low budget. And Hoffman is just – Hoffman's great. I know he's got like kind of a little bit of a rough reputation 
Does he? Right. Then, uh, well, he did get a little me. He got like a me too, like a I slap on the wrist. Me too. From a couple not, people didn't realize that. But you're trying. You're always trying to cancel people. So, right. But I think even <laughs> Meryl Streep uh, came out and said he was like kind of tough to work with. Like he slapped her hard in that Kramer versus Kramer scene. But okay. I mean, intense scene. They were divorced. She was kind of a, a loony. So maybe. The character, not Meryl Streep. Uh, but no, uh, Hoffman's great. He, like, he's, he, he plays a guy who just gets out of prison and is kind of uh, reformed, I guess that's the word. Okay. And, you know, he's, he's kind of getting back. They don't really tell you what he did, but he's not mm-hmm. like, you know, it, I, think, I think they do tell you what he did. I think it was like burglary or something. Okay. I think, I think uh, he goes back and visits. I think Harry Dean Stanton might be his old, like, partner. You know, Robin, whatever, banks, jewelry stores, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, you kind of, like, Hoffman kind of lulls you to sleep, and you're, like, kind of rooting for him. And then I don't want to give too much away, but then, like, you realize, like, oh, this guy's kind of a psycho. He's just a complete scumbag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you don't realize it until it's, like, way too late. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I was, yeah, it was a solid, solid flick. All right. Oh, and the the um, I think the ah, uh, do I have this right? The person who it's based on, not it's loosely based on, because this guy wasn't like, I think he did some time. Mm-hmm. You know, Eddie Bunker, the Mister Blue in Reservoir oh, Dogs, yeah. the, yep. the guy who you know, the guy who's not really that famous. Yeah, yeah. I think it's based on a novel he wrote. Whoa. And it's kind of loosely based on him because he did some time when he was younger. Whoa. Okay, cool. Eddie Bunker. I think I have that right. Yeah, yeah. No, you got it right. He passed away a few years back. So, yeah, Straight Time. That's the, that's the movie recommendation of the, of the week. All right, cool. Yeah, that's your, let me ask you a question. And Risky uh, Business and Collateral. I mean, you're getting like three movie recommendations. <laughs> Where else are you getting that? Let me ask you a question. Um, so I'm, I'm moving tomorrow. I got, I'm bringing my cable box with me. They said to keep the equipment, they hook it back up. Will I keep my DVR uh, stuff or I have to watch like the four movies I have tonight? So I can't do that. I'm not going to them both. I think, you, uh, I think you lose your DVR. Son of a bitch. I'm free. Uh, I mean, I don't know, because I don't think I brought... I got new boxes when I moved. All right. Okay. I think I got new boxes when I moved. So maybe you might be in good shape, but I would say you're 50-50 at best. You might want to watch Straight Time tonight. Yeah, see if I can sneak it in. Well, that's going to do it for Sunday, (laughs) boy. That might be a tough one to find. Let me see if I... I think I DVR'd it. I think that's how I was able to... uh, to get it let me see if i could find it i want to use oh here we go straight time let's see is it on a streaming service why are you checking nah, that? it doesn't look like it why are you checking that how disgusted are you with the los angeles dodgers oh because uh they swooped in on the padres just just getting turner and Scherzer after having signed uh, that scumbag Bauer and just being like, oh, we're moving on from him. I mean, an absolute 
steal. I don't know what they – I think it's, it sounds like they got like a bunch of prospects, prospect heavy. I'm sure there's a couple of good ones in there. Uh, but it's a steal, man. I mean, this team just loads up. Uh, it seems excessive. From a guy who's a Yankee fan, it seems excessive. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I could compare it to is, you know, the Yankees, not not the current crop of Yankees, but, you know, maybe uh, you know, when the Yankees, like, traded for A-Rod, mm. you know, they had to give up with Soriano, like, something like that. But, yeah, it does seem uh, it does seem like the Nats aren't getting as much of a return. I mean, Trey Turner, I mean, it's not even just Scherzer. Like, they're throwing in Trey Turner, who my theory on Trey Turner is you can get him out in a big spot in October. But still, it, it, I mean, it's a great trade for the Dodgers. Sure. Has it been? Has it been finalized? I think so. Uh, I'm not positive that it's official, official, but I think it's, I think it's pretty much done, though. I think Russ to the Lakers makes me more <laughs> sick, even though I, I'm hoping it backfires. Well, both of them backfire. Right. I'm true. But the the Russ one, like LeBron, just always that, he's not he, he wants to play with everybody in the NBA. It's just disgusting. Yeah, that could re- that could really be a disaster, a fun disaster to watch. That's what I'm banking on. Yeah, especially yeah. if Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. Yeah, and he's just relying on Russ. Yep, that's what I'm hoping. But I hope this is good. I hope this is a disaster too, because you think about the Yankee teams that did load up with the Giambis and the Sheffields and those kind of guys, like. They didn't. They didn't win anything. They're gonna hope no, kind of hope the same. Uh, hope this Dodgers team wasn't the same. But they're the only thing is they're they've already won, and they are adding a big pitcher. It's not like some you know egregious 60, bat. Sixty game season. True, fake title. Yeah. I know that's what I'm hope. That's why I am hoping that the Dodgers lose because the Lakers title we can kind of like poo poo like that was a fake title. Yeah. I want to do the same thing with the Dodgers. Like Tampa backed it up. The Lightning yeah. backed it up. I'm yes. hoping we could kind of like just have the Dodgers go the way of the Lakers and just not acknowledge their championship ever. That, that would be wonderful. Yeah. But if you get a seven-game series and you have Scher- Scherzer, Bueller, uh, Kershaw. Yeah, and they just traded for Danny Duffy. Oh, and probably Duffy. Be and Duffy. Four. Yeah, she's, she's, I wanted Duffy too, man. Embarrassment really of riches. Really would have liked to have Duffy. I don't know who the Yankees get arm-wise, but uh, he would have been a nice fit for this rotation. Well, that's a good question. Is Cashman done? You think he's got one more in the chamber? I think he's got at least one more tomorrow, yeah, for sure. For sure. Not Trevor's story, right? Not that they're out on story. I think Rizzo means no story, which I if, if I had a choice between the two, I would take Rizzo every day. And twice right, they're both rentals, and Rizzo just fits – as much as I want a different shortstop, Rizzo just fits better. Right, right, right. And as you sure. said, it's not it's not another shortstop that keeps he's keeping Glaber in the lineup anyway. Just be moving him over. Uh, it's not like a priority for this particular team. I mean, it's, something's got to be addressed. But uh, yeah, it's it's it wouldn't have been like the right fit for right now. Yeah, uh, and 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 with the with the way they're set up right now, I think the only real liability they have is that short defensively because mm-hmm. this does shore up their defense. I mean, I've been yelling about first base defense, I mean, Every since Teixeira left. <laughs> yeah, 
Yep. You know, and I you know so that that takes care of this, even if it's for a couple months. And then the outfield defense with Gallo, if he's as good as they say, I I haven't watched him. That'll be good. So, uh, yeah, I I like that the defense is tightened up. Yeah, for sure. No, it's uh, but I think that I think there's gonna be. I think there's gonna be something tomorrow because he he only got one major league player back outside of Rizzo and Gallo, right? And that was uh, the pitcher from Texas, the lefty reliever from Texas, who apparently he does well against lefties, but the numbers just don't match up with uh-huh. the expectations. It didn't seem like they did, at least. What was his name Jolie Rodriguez? Oh, right, right. You you think he he goes after a uh, starter or reliever? Um, I, I think he's probably looking at for anybody who's available and then just going for what's available. I'm not sure. Uh, See, I would go, I would go starter and I would, I would use Severino who's starting a rehab assignment. I think the best case with Severino yeah. is having him in the pen. Who, yeah, it'd be nice to have him in the pen. Who, uh, I don't think they'll do that. They'll probably use him as an opener instead of. Right, they'll do something. They'll do something ridiculous. Yeah, there's no other reason I would have gotten rid of Chapman because I think you have you do have some reinforcements coming. Not Rondi Peralta, but actual like major league pitchers coming. What other pitchers are uh, are available? Is Barrios? So I heard a rumor he might go to the Mariners. Barrios is the big one. Um, yeah, the, why are the the Mariners want to trade for Barrios? You think they're? I mean, they sound like they got some shit for trading their closer, Graveman. Well, see, I I, I kind of understand what the Mariners did, right? We just said relievers are year to year. Kendall is Kendall Graveman ever going to pitch to a .82 ERA or even close to that ever again? No, he might not do it in Houston. <laughs> right, right. I hope not. Yeah, yeah. He might completely uh, crash there. Yeah, right. So I understand what the Mariners were doing. They probably had an honest discussion. They were like, "We're improved." But we're not winning at all this year. We're probably coming up short of the playoffs this year. Let's see what kind of return. And the guy Toro they got, I followed him a little bit just because I had him in fantasy for like a week or two with Houston. Yeah. I, I don't think he's too bad. Like I said, it's going by fantasy, so who the fuck knows? Right. I don't so think he's too man. bad. Um, this, is, this was the odd move, though. One, you're trading him to the team you're chasing in the division. Two, yeah. you're doing it in the middle of a series against the team you're chasing in the division. And three, you're coming off the biggest win of your season on Monday night. They're down 7 nothing, Yeah. And they fight and they scratch and they claw back and win that game on 11-8. Somebody hit a salami in the eighth inning. I think it was Dylan Moore. That's mm. what made it odd. It was like it sucked all the good the air out of the building, like all the good feelings they had. And they, I think they ended up losing like the next two games of the series. Damn. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's because of that. I'm just saying the timing – was odd. It was almost like, can you, like wait till Houston leaves town before you do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it just it was odd. It was kind of odd time. You know, I know the deadline is you know that week, but still, I don't know what other starters are available. But I think you could get maybe Rodriguez from the Pirates or Iglesias from the Angels. Like, if you want bullpen help, I don't. I don't know what else mm. is out there that's really. Uh, and no bullpen guy is going to turn you on until, you know, they strike out the side in October. It's all kind of just, you know, like I said, hoping for the best. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Rod, Richard Rodriguez is talking about. From, I know he, he's been yeah. rumored to be 
to be moved. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You know, well, you know who I would inquire about, and I don't know if he's uh, if he's available because this team's kind of on the fringe. Is Morton on Atlanta? Oh yeah, that'd be nice. I don't think I, I have a feeling Atlanta's kind of going to kind of stand pat though. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think I just feel they just, like they just signed him too, right? Uh, what's this? Oh, was he was on Tampa last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they, I guess they probably wouldn't. It was probably like a three-year deal, maybe two. Just like a veteran guy who's pitched in the postseason before, eat up some innings. Yeah, guy you can a hired. I'd be surprised. Guy, yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd be surprised I'd, though if they. I prefer made that I, trade. Atlanta. You decided Atlanta made the trade, but yeah, but yeah, I'd what, be surprised if Cashman made that move too. I um, that's I do like a trade. That same idea I have with Duffy. I, I, I like Duffy more because he's lefty. But the same idea with with a Morton guy. You get a guy with experience in there who you can trust. A guy like Barrios, like never really done anything of note in a big spot. And you're not trying to develop Barrios. You're trying to get a guy who can help you immediately when you need him the most. And that's what a guy like Morton, that's what a guy like Duffy could possibly bring to a team. But uh, yeah, if I would like a veteran starter or any kind of bullpen help. To answer your question from 11 minutes ago, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think I'd prefer a starter just because you can never have too many. Yeah, yeah, I and I feel like you're, even if you high. trade for a bulk, like Chapman's still going to be your closer, obviously. Yeah, Britain is probably still going to be your eighth inning guy. So no matter who you trade for as a bullpen guy, you're still going to have to rely on those guys. Yeah, like I'd rather have I'd rather have the insurance policy. Or even more than an insurance policy, I'd rather just have a starter that I could kind of pencil in for a game three or game four. Because there's yeah. so many question marks. Yeah, yeah. It's just and when you talk about pitching, it's just because you don't get starters that go seven innings. It's like all these guys are going to be in big spots, and you're going to need all the help you can get in both uh, aspects of the game. Yeah. I, don't think I mean, and there's, and there's guys uh, – I did see – I don't know. I saw this guy rumored. I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they would ever in a million years trade with the Yankees, but Means on the Orioles. Is he back off the IL? I don't know. I haven't heard his name in forever. The John he was Means? hurt for a while, and I think he just came back. Yeah, I don't know why they would trade – I don't know why the, they would trade to the Yanks. They have to get something serious back. What about um, – I, I don't know how long this guy's contract is going, but Bumgarner. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. unless it's like a crazy contract. I would take him. Why not? I think he's signed through 24, though, so I think it'd be three more years after this. Oof, that's a little much. But he's still young. Right, he's not and that he, old. He, no, he's not. Really. He's got a lot of miles on him. Yeah, yeah. And sure. he's been terrible for Arizona. Yeah, but again, I mean, yeah, you're, you're not going to give up a lot for him. He could be like a change of scenery guy. And I don't know how much he's getting paid, but he's probably, probably getting paid too much for the Yanks to want to take on. But, I mean, that's the kind of guy I would take. I would take a chance with him. Get him change of scenery, get his you know, blood flowing in a pennant race a little bit. 
And, so, and, and plus, I just love lefty pitchers in the Bronx. You got to have you got to have somebody you can you can trust from the left side. I just and talked then, myself into Bump Garner because we're not getting Hosmer. I was willing to take Hosmer's contract on and his money. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do that now. Give me Bump Garner's money. <laughs> Come on, Hal, you cheap fuck! Like, let's go. We, you know what I mean? Like, and, and the thing I like about Bumgarner is I don't think this team's winning this year. So, in your, so you're going to have him, you know, going forward for the next three years. And maybe you find something. I mean, you know what I mean? They had – it wouldn't be the first shitty pitcher Cashman's traded for. So, what the fuck? You're not giving uh, anything up. It would, just, it would more just be like – it would more just be the money you'd have to give him. That would uh, kind of suck. He's going to pay way too much money. He's going to pay $23 million. Uh, next year and the year after, and then fourteen million the year after that. And this year he's getting uh, nineteen million with seventeen million luxury is uh, goes towards course goes towards the luxury tax. Maybe I mean, Arizona would be willing to pay some of it. Yeah, just to no, get him out of town. Yeah, it's worth. Uh, I mean, that's what Cashman's been doing, finding a way to get him to pay for it. So. It's worth. It's worth. And I would definitely inquire about Bumgarner. Yeah. Veteran guy. I mean, it's a vet. You're you're not gonna, you know, like I'll get. Would you rather trade for Kyle Gibson? Because he, I know his name has been right. No. Uh, Herman Marquez. No, nothing Uh, to. Nope. Well, nothing to do with him either. You want somebody with a little pedigree? Yeah. 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 You know, right? Because those guys again, you got to develop and hope. (laughs) And you have, you might have to hope you get something out of out of Bumgarner, but he's proven it before, and you can you can really see uh, you can, you can see a scenario where they do excel for you. I don't see any scenario where I'm not cursing out Herman Marquez uh, in Game Three, yeah, of, of a playoff game. Even Barrios, I feel like you'd be I'd be pissed. I would not be happy with him. He's going to get bombed. Barrios, it would just be another hobby Vasquez. Oof, that's that's a tough comparison. Yeah, I, mean, I think the same thing with Marquez. Yeah, I think the same thing with Marquez. <laughs> no, you know who would be another hobby Vasquez, and I could see Cashman doing this is him bringing back Pineda because he's been oh, rumored yeah. too. That'd be yeah, that'd be another hobby. Yeah, don't. That's a classic Cashman move, man. Don't be surprised if he brought back Pineda. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's so bad at pitching staff. He's a troll. He really is, man. <laughs> It's kind of, I mean, it's kind of scary, like, because you, you would think that that would be the last move he would make. It's probably a pitcher. Yeah. And the guys, I mean, the track record is just atrocious. Yeah. I knew once – when I saw Duffy go up the board, I knew my vision was, was done. I don't, I'm not sure that Cashman even knows what he's going to do. No, I don't think he does. I think he's just trying to – he's just trying to throw a Hail Mary to kind of save his yeah. job. Good. I hope. I hope that's what it is. Then maybe he makes a good move for once. Who knows? I mean, he. I don't know. He might. I don't know. Who knows? He might. He may. You know, have a handshake deal with Hal for another ten years. Like a. I have no idea. He shook something. That's for sure. <laughs> He's got something. I don't know. Oh boy. No. All right. All right. Well, I guess I think we're out of time. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think that Anything was else? good. Empty the tank, you're good? I think so, yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you for everybody for joining us, uh, spending time with Sunday Poor as always. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, Take care. See See you later.
Talk to everybody next week. Oh, it's big news. We have a new listener this week. Yes. Coming in. He told me uh, that he was going back to listen to old shows. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so he was going back into the archives and listening. But then, he, yeah, then he, he's like, I want so far. I forget which one he quoted to me, but it was like from two weeks ago. I'm like, you didn't go, you didn't go that far back. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> I was going to oh. say, it may, may seem a little dated, some of the material. Well, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm thinking about like, you know, last March or something. But, yeah. Well, I think I have a Ben Simmons trade. Oh, yeah? Where's he going? Official Ben Simmons trade? Breaking, no, just in my news? head. In my oh, head. Okay. Where to? Because, like, most, like if, if you're an NBA team, you pass on Simmons, right? You want nothing to do with him? I would think so. Yeah. It didn't seem like. I don't know where he goes from here. He just, I'm saying if you are actually running an NBA team, you don't, you're like, nah, I don't want, I don't want that guy coming in here. Yeah, I just don't see where he goes from here. I don't know if I want, I don't know if I want to be the guy who figures it out. I, don't, I, I think don't, there's one team that makes sense for him. I think it's the Warriors. Oh, okay. Yeah. My, my logic behind this is the fans will give him a long leash. Right. Yeah. All they've done is win the last six, seven years. That's a loyal fan base. What other fan base is going to give Ben Simmons a long leash? Philly obviously isn't. They haven't won in forty years. Like that, they're a ruthless Northeast fan base. Like yeah, they've had. Yeah, it. yeah. So I feel like the Warriors fan is, fan is going to give him a longer leash than any other fan. That's yeah. that's one. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. Two, I would say. I mean, what's his biggest weakness? Is shooting the ball, right? Yep. You're going and you're playing with two of the best shooters ever. Don't need a shooter. Curry and Thompson. Like, yep. you're not – yeah. Think he To me, he's – like, he was almost like a savior on Philly. Number one over – I mean, you're number one overall pick. People want you to be Michael Jordan, LeBron yeah, people, James. People were comparing him to Magic and stuff early, yeah. yeah. If you're a number one – like, uh, who was not Cunningham tonight? I, and I, I like Cunningham a lot. I think he's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. But, like, people expect him – to go out there and win like multiple finals MVPs now. It's just usually not the way it works. Yeah. So like I, I picture him on the Warriors more as just like a piece. Sure. Facilitate. Yeah. More like, think of like a Rondo on the Celtics. The, pro- the only problem with that is, I mean, it's Curry's goes to ball goes through Curry. Well, isn't Curry better off if he plays off the ball? Not always. I mean, he can he creates pretty well. And he creates pretty well for his teammates soon. If Clay's back, that dynamic, uh, I mean, they're – well, Curry could Curry could run the point in the fourth quarter when Simmons is on the bench. That's fair. Yeah. No, I could I could <laughs> see it. I could see it working. I just don't know if I see it working for like a full season. You know what I mean? Like I, I can right. see I can see it being something that can work and can score on points and can and can you know get Simmons to get his uh, game right. I just don't know if it's feasible for. But yeah. But if that's your plan is to kind of bench Simmons, uh, you know, eight minutes to go, then you're good. And I think they and I think they have the uh I think they have the trade capital because they had two I think they had two lottery picks. They had a seventh pick tonight and the fourteenth pick. So I mean you maybe like give that up and a couple other things. I mean it depends how much you wanna give up for Simmons. Like they're definitely gonna be a win now team. Like their their window 
I mean, it may have shut depending on Thompson's injury. Yeah. But like they have, they have like a two, three years left in them, right? To kind of Curry's in his thirties now. I think Thompson's in his thirties. Like they have a couple. They have like two, three years to figure it out. One more run. But is Ben Simmons really the? I don't know, like fifth guy on the team of a of a championship team that's going to help them make that run. Like, do you think? Like, I mean, you really have to have faith that he's going to be able to find his confidence with. I mean, that's another great thing about uh, Golden State is there's a lot, a lot of leadership on that team, not just with Kerr, but on the court with, I mean, Curry is as smart a ball player as there is and as charismatic as a ball player, uh, you know, with other players. I mean, not just like with the mediumship, but he's, he's got that kind of, that kind of leadership uh, amongst his peers. So yeah, uh, so it, I just, it, it could be. Yeah. So I just Googled Ben Simmons and it, it literally the first article that pops up, no joke. Warriors reject six years steep asking price. Walk away from Ben Simmons trade. Well, that's so yeah, maybe it's over. Steep, I probably yeah. should have googled his name before I made my point. What was the steep asking price though? Like, is, you know, uh, if, if Golden if, State, if, if Golden State would give up Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, and four first rounders. All right, that is outlandish. That's too much. Well, I mean, if it's only, if the Warriors are the ones who are interested and they're really invested in getting rid of them. <laughs> They'll go back and take a few of those pieces off the table, I'm sure. I would say two first-rounders and Wiggins. That, to me, that should be – I mean, they're going to go James – I mean, that's basically six – you're basically four first-round picks plus two guys that were – wasn't Wiggins number one? Was Wiggins number one overall pick? He was definitely top two or three. And Wiseman was number two. You're basically – Giving him like six, yeah, six first, first round yeah. picks for Ben Simmons. That's a little much. And apparently, yeah. the Spurs, the Spurs also reportedly turned down an outrageous demand from the Sixers for Ben Simmons. Yeah, you can't. They, they've made it known they want to trade the guy. You can't go around bullying teams to, to take him. Yeah, <laughs> you, guys, you can't have these crazy demands after you've made it known that he's not going to be a Sixer next year. You have right. no teams are teams are buying low on Simmons. You, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like you have to understand, like. Yeah. They're, they're not – they don't need Ben Simmons. It's more of like, a, oh, well, we, we don't have to give up if you're too much rid of for him. him. Yeah, if you're getting rid of him, uh, let's go. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what can we uh, – They should. So, uh, they, they these teams want to make a trade where if it's a disaster, they could just kind of walk away from it. Be like, ah, we didn't give up yeah. too much. Right, right, right. Wash their hands of it. Yeah. Well, the, what the Sixers should have done is been like, oh, we're invested in Ben. He's a point guard next year. He'll come back stronger and better than ever, and then quietly gone to these teams, been like, "Yeah, we're we're moving them if you're interested. You know, you got some of the pieces we'd like, and that's it." But you can't. You, you, they've shown zero confidence in the kid, and I. <laughs> and every, it's no secret, like it's four first rounders. Yeah, it's over. It's no secret. It's over, it's over, man. You know what I mean? You got to sell them for fifty cents on the dollar. And they're going point. out there like Melly and asking for ridiculous fucking chips. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that like. Everyone knows that the Sixers are, are not going to get a uh, – I mean, you're going to get something back, but you're not going to get the return you would have got, say, three years ago. No. Like, no. you got to just kind of bite the bullet and cut your losses at this point. Yeah. Fold the hand. Trade oh, suggests Sixers move Ben Simmons to Maz for Chris Stapp's Porzingis. Because these articles are hilarious. 76ers wanted every young player Cavs value and first-round picks. 
<laughs> in Ben Simmons trade. They just want to restart the process. That's it. They want a new process. Give me every young player so we could we could start rebuilding again now buy us some time. Oh, we're rebuilding all these young players. We're rebuilding. Who's uh who's their G oh Daryl Moore. That's the guy who got jammed up for that Hong Kong tweet when he was with Houston. I think that's their GM. Nice. I like taking on the Chinese. It's good. Good for <laughs> Maury. <laughs> Uh, yeah. good, good, good luck good luck taking on other GMs now but you know <laughs> Here, who wrote this article Sporting News Ben Simmons trade rumors increasingly likely that 76ers guard is traded to one of three suitors do they name the suitors I gotta go searching around this fucking article Sixers Spurs and Mavericks <laughs> yeah that. or not Sixers the Warriors Spurs and Mavericks Washington, I'm seeing my uh, Riley. I don't see Riley. Yeah, he's gonna get moved. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, what I also read today was, uh, it's it's gonna even though like draft day, draft night is the perfect night for all these trades to happen. It's probably yeah. gonna extend well into the summer. Yeah, yeah. The Sixers are clearly playing hardball and like these teams aren't stupid. Like they watch the playoffs. They're not gonna give up. Six well, yeah. first round picks. Well, you might as well. You know, it's uh, it's early. You got all kinds of time. At this point, you have all kinds of time. You might as well shoot for the stars and maybe get a taker. But you don't know unless you. Yeah, have I don't. I don't blame the Sixers for doing this. It's yeah. just you know they. You got to start. You got to start somewhere. You got to yeah. start the negotiation somewhere. Yeah, yeah. and then just in case somebody's that. stupid and actually takes you up on it. Yeah, and then you got lower lower expectations. Go out there again, and then you know find out what you can get. That's it. Yeah, I got, that's it. I got um, let's play, uh, one, one baseball question for you we didn't touch on. Very important question. Uh, Gallo with Texas wore number 13, and yep. Rizzo with the Cubs wore number 44. Now, 44 is retired by the Yankees. Yep. And 13 was last worn by uh, – what's the third baseman's name? Um J-Lo's ex. Oh, right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. Got, got cuffed by Ben Affleck. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue. The analyst uh, on Sunday night. Matt Vaskersian? No, the, the analyst. No, I'm sorry. I had to play by play guy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Matt, one's Matt, wore, no one's wore 13 since A-Rod? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Matt Vaskersian, Matt Vaskersian is the analyst, not the analyst. <laughs> Uh, that number should be the opposite of retired. No one should wear it ever again just because it's so tainted. Is there, is there a chance that Gallo wears it? Oh, Jared Klenick. Oh, no, never mind. Sorry. That's um, is there a chance that Gallo wears it or probably not? He's not going to get booed if he wears it. No. Why? It's not Paul Neal when oh, Troy Hawkins people, took his a lot of people. A lot of people like A-Rod, man. A lot of people really like A-Rod. I don't. God, that would be a little extreme. I mean, the Yankees already have too many numbers retired. Like, there's a lot of guys who probably, if you're, if we're being honest, like from our era generation growing up, Jeter and Mo are probably the only two guys who should have had their numbers retired. Bernie, probably maybe Bernie too. But like, usually it's like Hall of Fame caliber guys to get yeah. their numbers retired. Like. And well, A-Rod Mattingly, technically was that, but Mally's number had to be retired. We were talking about well, yeah, I consider him a little bit. I consider yeah. him a little bit before us, but yeah, no, Mattingly was. Yeah, Mattingly should definitely have his number retired. I don't even know um, who, who besides Mo. Oh, 
I think they retired Posada and Pettit too. Oh yeah, well, yeah. And Posada, I love Posada. But she had the number retired. I, I think it's just you're part of that dynasty. It's tough to tough to ignore the contribution of some of those guys. They didn't retire O'Neill, right? They just gave him like a plaque in Monument Park. Yeah, I don't, they didn't retire twenty one. No, but nobody wears it. So. <laughs> no, I I thought people started wearing it. Well, yeah, Hawkins wore it. Well, I know. Yeah, I remember that. But uh, I think after that, they're like, maybe it's just not worth the trouble. Because if you suck, <laughs> it's going to be ugly. I could have swore some people started wearing it again, though. Yeah, it's got to be tough coming to the Yankees, picking a number. <laughs> it's t- Especially if you're not familiar with the history. Like, what the fuck? Like, I remember when Brandon McCarthy came to the Yankees. He uh, was talking about it. And he was like, okay, I have this number, like, that's retired. Like, how about this number? Like, that's retired. And then he was like, you remember the Seinfeld where uh, Kramer's the movie phone the movie phone guy? Yeah. And he, he, he has him pressing the buttons. And he can't figure out what movie it is. He was like, why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to watch? Yeah. That was Brandon <laughs> McCarthy. He was like, why don't you just tell me the numbers that are available and I can wear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what guy was going to wear. That's uh... – I'm surprised no one's wore 13. I mean, that's – I think it's probably, sh- it's probably been like that. Like, God, it's A-Rod's number. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, if they, they do retire it, you don't want to – you know, you can't wear it. It's probably just – it's probably just uh, in hold. Yeah. Oh, I got breaking news. Uh, uh, no. Boston, the Boston Red Sox are acquiring, are acquiring Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, all right. That's another thing about getting Rizzo. I think that the Red Sox were on Rizzo, and I have no problem keeping Bobby Dahlbeck at first base for those chumps. That's yeah, true. So that's, that Rizzo was rumored for yeah. the Red Sox. Yeah. Schwarber would have been a nice fit for the Yankees offensively. It's just yeah, he doesn't really have a position. No, no position. No, I'll take – no, no, with Gallo's uh, – <laughs> Um, help in the outfield. It makes it makes perfect sense. Yeah, take him over, take him over Schwarber, and uh, man, the Nationals are just depleted. <laughs> They've thrown in the towel. That is a sell job right there. That's a total sell job. Everything fire sale, man. Everything must go. Hand went I, today. Hand went to uh, Toronto today. Yep. I don't like that Schwarber because yeah. he's. Got oh he's got a little something. Yeah, you don't want to run Tim in the playoffs. It's just not. Well, we're not gonna have to worry about that probably. I'm just saying people don't run some playoffs, not not us. Although it's possible one game playoff. Right now, the best case scenario for the Yankees is traveling to Tampa or Boston for that one game playoff. Let's get ready for it. I mean now Which is which is pathetic, but gear up for it. Let's go. You're all I'm all in. You want to hear a list of the American League teams with less runs scored than the Yankees? <laughs> yeah, I got time. Texas Rangers. <laughs> we just got 30 their, games we, under 500. He's got their best offensive player. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, the, the season starts tomorrow. Right, yeah. Starts, well, they hit the over on uh, 
on See? our 19 game stretch. They, they, know, they didn't even need all 19 games because there was a rainout in there. They went 11 and 7. Exceeding expectations. Right. You set the bar low. That's it. Pleasantly surprised. Uh, let me go, go sweep Miami, please. Please go sweep Miami. Let me see some of that. Uh, I'm not. I'm not I, getting my hopes up. I want. I want. I, I need a fucking sweep of series for Christ's sake. Take two out of three and go. Go home. Well, that's what we. That's what we have been doing. Unless they take yeah, that right. Unless they take the first two games and then go gag it on Sunday. That's yeah. But then I mean, and then they they have a ske- they have a part of the stre- uh, schedule where they could get fat. The only problem is like I can't. You just can't rely on them to do that. Now they have Baltimore. They have Seattle, who's good, but I mean Seattle, like go out there and smack them. Yep. Then the Royals. So yeah, you gotta beat up on Baltimore. They have a stretch right now where it's teams they should. I can't preface that word enough. Yeah, should do some damage against. No, let me get. Let me let, let me see. I want to see Rizzo in the in, in the fucking clubhouse. I want to see him guys fired up. I want to see him fucking pumped up to be in a playoff. He's, he's like so, he's from around. Uh, isn't he from the Northeast? Or I think he said his wife's family. He's got some ties to the Northeast. Us. True. He's got, he's got us. <laughs> uh, this is from Parkland, Florida. Oh, the East. Uh, <laughs> he's um, I don't know. He's got some sort of some sort of ties, some family or something. Oh, I was on his Wikipedia page. Rizzo chose to play for Italy in the 2013 World Baseball Classic. There you go. From Parkland, Florida. <laughs> he was drafted by Boston. He went to the high school in Parkland. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing any. I mean, the only ties were the Red Sox, but he wasn't even there that long. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he just has family in the Northeast. That's it. All right. We'll give him some tickets. Let's go. Yep. All right. We'll see. We'll see Gallo tomorrow. Will we see Rizzo tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. That was early enough. I mean, he, I mean, he's probably traveling to Miami. Kind of got physical. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, it's true. All right. The stretch run starts July 30th. I got no news that we'll play Friday. Sorry. Uh, yeah. And the Mets haven't made a move yet. No news in the Mets. Mets. Yeah. <laughs> Mets tuned. need to do a few things. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'll get this out. let me get this out. Oh, what are the Mets? Are the Mets going to get Bryant? Is that are they going to actually do that? Is Bryant their guy? That's the move I would make if I was the Mets. Yeah, Bryant, yeah. that'd be my guy. And I would add a bull. I would add a bullpen guy if I was them. Maybe they'll get the Rodriguez or the Iglesias. Oh yeah, I would. I would inquire about Iglesias if I was them. But Bryant would be my number one target if I was the Mets. Kimbrough. I can't I just you can't get excited for Kimbrough. Take him if you can if that's what you can get. But I mean no. don't, don't get excited. Nah, tread lightly on Kimbrough. I am not a Kimbrough guy. I mean the Mets can get him if they need him. They need something. They need you gotta do something though. You gotta I was out something. on Kimbrough when he blew a game in the World Baseball Classic against the Dominican <laughs> Republic. I knew right then and there he was 
just uh, Not made a paper. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, good shit, man. I'll uh, get this out. I'll have a million more trades tomorrow. All right. All right. Peace. That's it.